not quite what we want to hear in our gospel today. But Jesus is bringing the reality of things that have happened since the beginning of time, really. Even the church age. You'll be led before governors. Apostle Paul did that. All these things have happened, continue to happen, and will happen until Jesus returns. See, Jesus is observing the temple today. The temple was the center of Jewish life. Jesus loved the temple. He died for the temple. I've heard it described, the temple, as the Vatican, the Capitol, and Wall Street all rolled up into one. That's what it meant to the Jewish people. Plus the fact that God lived there. Jesus cleansed the temple, chased those who defiled the temple away. Quit making my house a den of thieves, he said. Unfortunately, Jesus saw the human condition, which would eventually lead the temple to be destroyed, not one stone left upon the other. Jesus reminds us that eventually will come the day when really nothing created will exist. Jesus told us the church would be here when he returned, but what is the church? It's the people, the people. We're not guaranteed to have the Vatican standing. We're lucky World War II didn't wipe it out. But so many things have got to happen. Even the church agrees when Jesus returned, it's the good, it's good versus evil. That's the end. And Jesus makes no mistake. Who's going to win that? It's Jesus. He gives us some very comforting words. The temple of the Holy Spirit. That's us. It's the body of Christ. The baptized will be here no matter how bad it gets. Our future and what we hold is great. It's certainly vulnerable, though. What is adorned in beauty will eventually fade. What is that? Maybe our homes, our own bodies, they fade, they get old. Objects we hold in adornment. Time comes when all those things will fade away. They get old, they'll be thrown down. Human nature dictates Jesus' forecast that nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. That's why we have our veterans, the military that has served us so faithfully over the time. I guess we don't consider ourselves evil, but others would because they try to destroy us. That's sin. That's sin. We look forward to the day and the final analysis when Jesus says, what will separate us from the love of God? And it's absolutely nothing. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Jesus uses some words of comfort here. He knows the human condition. But he also knows what the glory of God is. He knows what the power of God can do. It's all about God's triumph over chaos. And that God will do. He will show the final outcome is not in doubt at all because Jesus knows the power of God. 
For Jesus talks about the chaos of war, earthquakes, which will be easily defeated when the mercy and the forgiveness of God comes about and rules the human heart. See, persecutions, all these things have been happening since day one, and they will continue too. When all the negatives will be taken away, and then God's majesty and power will triumph. That's a given. Those are the words of comfort for us. It's almost the end of our church here. Next week, the final week. Christ, the king of the universe, when he triumphs over everything. It's been a remarkable year in the Gospel of Luke. I love the Gospel of Luke. It's one of the finest. We hear so many great stories. It's a remarkable year in the Archdiocese, too. At least for us in Sheboygan, where we have unveiled the uh, capital campaign. Next three years, the bishops are going to start a Eucharistic revival. I've sat in on one of the um, leading classes for that. Proves to be very intriguing. It's going to be a wonderful ride for us as Catholic Christians to finally understand what the Eucharist is about. A new teaching, basically, or a different taught, a different way, I should say. Nothing new about the Eucharist. Stewardship weekend in the church. Actually, it's stewardship month in the church. We've had um, parishioners give presentations and next week too. Still in the midst of our capital campaign though, which differs from our annual giving. Annual keeps our lights and heat on as well employees paid. But this campaign that we are doing is for long-term goals of the church where the annual budget cannot handle and sustain us. If you have turned in a pledge card for the Love One Another campaign, thank you so much. We're looking for families to turn in pledge cards, hopefully next weekend. The chairs of the committees will be in the back of the church with any questions for you, the mailings that you have gotten about the capital campaign. Completed cards can be turned into the office or the collection baskets next weekend. You can contact the office if you wish to donate through stock or IRAs. So far we've achieved as a holy name 61% of our goal through 63 pledges made by our fa families. That's a 6% participation rate. Imagine what we do if we can even raise that to 50%, 25%. I want to take a moment for everyone to thank you so much for giving of your financial resources to sustain what has been started for us so we can sustain it into the future. I'm quite moved with the generosity of people. It's a beautiful thing not only for the capital campaign, but for the yearly gifts that we get to sustain the mission of the church. So, I'd like to invite us all to pray the Love One Another campaign prayer that's located on the edges of the pews. So, Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for your blessing in our life. We praise you for your goodness and generosity. Help us to live as stewards of your grace and love. 
that through prayerful work and sacrifice, we may bring your love to our families, parish, and community. We humbly pray, thanks and fortitude, to follow your great commission to go make disciples of all people, living our faith through word and deed, inspiring your people generous hearts to strengthen the mission of our parish, to serve those in need, to support vocations and educate our children through the Love of One Another campaign. Guide us in this important campaign. Watch over our efforts to help build your kingdom here on earth and give us joy in serving you, church, now and forever. Amen.